Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison. Today is Wednesday, the 13th day of Lent. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight with true in truth deep within me and would have me no wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders, and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, you freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess their sins. Create in us pure hearts and wash away all our sins in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 16, beginning this morning at verse 18. You shall appoint judges and officials throughout your tribe in all your towns that the Lord your God is giving you, and they shall render just decisions for the people. You must not distort justice, you must not show partiality, and you must not accept bribes, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and subverts the cause of those who are in the right. Justice, and only justice, you shall pursue, so that you may live and occupy the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Two clear commandments guide the life of God's people. First, honor, love, and trust God above all else, and with all that we have. Second, love our neighbor as we wish to be loved ourselves. To honor, love, and trust God, we worship God, offering sacrifice and giving and sharing the abundance of God's grace. To 
love our neighbor, all are invited into the feast of those sacrifice and the celebration of those thank offerings and first fruit offerings and free will offerings so that the whole community celebrates and lives in God's abundant, steadfast love, grace, and mercy together. Yet another aspect of loving our neighbor is the service of wise and impartial judges who can settle disputes between people and families in such a way that they're not divided apart but brought back together. So the Lord sees to the appointment of judges to serve throughout the land. The honesty and impartiality of the judge is essential to building the trust that promotes harmony between people. What's more, the work of the judge is the work of applying the wisdom of God and the living out of the righteousness of God in a way that touches people's everyday life and establishes peace among the nations. The ministry of these judges within this nation within and among these tribes is to be a ministry that brings God's word into their daily life and helps to order it and bring peace between them. We confess that Jesus will come to judge the world. That thought, I have to admit, has always scared me. After all, who wants to be judged? Well, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Before we say that no one wants to be judged, let's remember all those who cry out for justice are actually appealing their case for judgment. Who wants to be judged? Those who have suffered unjustly. Whether that judge be Moses or Samuel or King David or King Solomon or Jesus... The leader and ruler of God's people is expected to judge between people in order to establish and sustain faithful and right living among God's people and according to God's word. That God's people love one another in the way outlined in the Ten Commandments and even beyond those limits to the limitless love of God's love for us. When we talk about Jesus seated on the throne, judging between the nations and the people of the world, we are talking about God setting the world right again. In a world that's split apart by conflict, often violent conflict, we are in desperate need of God's righteous, merciful, and loving judgment that sets out for us a wise path that brings the world together in peace. So if God's people are going to live as a witness to the coming of God's kingdom, We need to have a way to settle disputes and right wrongs between us in a way that heals and restores relationships here and now, even as we look for the day when Christ will come to judge the world in love and truth. We need to establish a way of righteousness that protects those who are vulnerable, those who are uh, exposed to to all sorts of suffering, in a way that, that, that encourages a community to love those who need it the most. That effort and that hope in Christ is one of the reasons why we pray, and one of the reasons why, when convicted of our sin and our transgressions, we appeal to God's mercy. Lord, hear our prayer and judge us according to your steadfast love and mercy, and not according to our sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. 
to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. Then the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gifts of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land and for this congregation, for those who govern the nations of the world, the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. I think especially this morning of the people in Ukraine, for those who are welcoming and caring for and tending to refugees, for those who are caring for the sick and the wounded, uh, both in body and in spirit and in mind, for those who are comforting and bringing hope to those who are mourning or in sorrow, for all who seek to do the work of peace and to restore international harmony, and for all who work to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.